guys. Let's be real. No. Yeah. <laughs> As you know, if you saw Instagram, we took a break for St. Patty's Day, and we had a lot of homework. Yeah. If you've been listening to us, you know we we're college students, so yeah, we you know, we try to be that's got to come first. We try to get be good about getting an episode out every week, but every once in a while, we just get too busy and we have to take a week. Well, off. it was that, yeah. and I just wanted to have some fun. Yeah, on St. Patty's Day, and, and St. Patty's Day was basically our only day off that week. Yeah, and we had the Virtually. choice of. Go out for St. Patty's Day or record a podcast, and we chose to go out. Well, it wasn't that I. It's not that I. That I have fun recording the podcast, but we had yeah. something planned that required a decent amount of research, at least. Like we, there was no way yeah. we could BS our way through what we had planned. But this one, yeah, we were going to talk about Celtic mythology, and if you want to hear like that Irish to- folklore, yeah, and if you want to hear that topic, we want you know let us know. Oh, it's and we'll do it at some point. It'll definitely yeah. happen at some point because <laughs> I would love to talk about it. But that I do not know much about Celtic mythology or Irish folklore. If if you guys, send I would have to do extensive research for if, once. If you send us fifty bucks, <laughs> oh, that's probably not a good idea. That's what Patreon's for, but we don't have one yet. No, but what yet. we do have, finally after years, years, years. Where was I all this time? Since. 2017 <laughs> I think we have Zack Snyder's Justice League it's finally yes, here we do and we watched it oh Zack and let me tell you it's about it pretty okay it's better <laughs> it's, it's better. way better um but <laughs> that was the original Justice League set such a low bar that anything would be better that yeah yeah um so yeah so before we get into it, you, why don't you roll that intro? Okay. It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have in If you let that whiskey ring The Odd Drunk Podcast Yeah Okay, there it is It's the Odd Drunk Podcast We still uh, no, we heard it this time in yes. our hearts. Yeah, in our, in our <laughs> hearts. We heard it just like the world heard the scream of Superman as he got impaled on a kryptonite I, spear. I hope you guys all hear our podcast intro in your hearts as well. Mm-hmm. Like I hope you feel it. Feel it. I hope it awakens some age. It's long. Yeah. So we're going to try to, we're not going to summarize the whole thing like we usually do. No, no, that would um, be, uh, <laughs> unless you want a four hour episode. <laughs> yeah, we could, I mean, we could do that in honor of the length of <laughs> Justice League. Uh, well, no, no, here's what we do. Here's what we do. And <laughs> we'll get into what we're drinking, but here's what we do. 
we release the like shortened, like crappy, like rushed version. Okay, and then four years from now, we four release years from now, the extended we version. release the extended cut, <laughs> the four hour epic. I like it. <laughs> Let's do that. I mean, honestly, we could do a commentary on it down the line, but there's no way I'm going to sit no, through that again no, within no. the next. The only uh, couple I'll, months. I'll say this. I'll say this. I would watch it again if I wanted something on in the background while I was doing homework. Yeah. You know, and that, I and it, I didn't want to. makes it. And I didn't. I knew I was going to be sitting there for a while, and I didn't want to change. You know, put something. That else really on. makes it sound like we did not like this, no, but we I, did. I enjoyed it a lot. But it was it's good. longer than Return of the King. Well, the theatrical edition, at least. Yeah. It's long, and it feels long, but it has a lot of good in it. But before we get into it at all, let's talk about what we're drinking a little bit. Yeah, we uh, put some thought into this this week. Well, you did this time. I. <laughs> What are you talking about? You got <laughs> some Jameson there, which is obviously a reference Aquaman. to yeah Aquaman. Because he drinks whiskey in the beginning. It's not Irish whiskey, I assume. Yeah, but that's that's obviously he does drink whiskey yeah. and he throws it in the ocean, which is his home. But it's a glass bottle. But still, well, at that point, he doesn't like feel a connection to. Oh, that's true. Atlantis. He just like likes the ocean, but he yeah. still considers himself like. But um, he. Maine or whatever that wherever the lighthouse is that his dad wherever uh Boba Fett yeah <laughs> <laughs> I did not realize that was Tamora Morrison because yeah. I haven't seen Aquaman yet oh yeah yeah I need to see that oh it's pretty good <laughs> I've heard it's, it's good it's, I mean I think it's the best of that DC what about universe? Shazam well Shazam isn't quite part of that universe is it Superman shows up at the end is, but it's not Henry Cavill yeah. But well, they don't show his face. Yeah. But it's like the same. Costume. It's the same. It's the same one. Yeah. So, well, I guess Shazam is better than Aquaman, but Aquaman, <laughs> Aquaman, I thought was better than Wonder Woman. You think Aquaman? Oh, really? Yeah. See, Wonder Woman's my favorite so I, far. I love Wonder original. Woman. Wonder Woman is awesome. Um, that's a great movie. Um, but no, I thought Aquaman was a little bit better. Um, it embraces the camp. In a good way. And that's way. what Shazam does too. I think. Yeah. It doesn't go as far as Shazam. But that's because Shazam is a much campier character. It's just fun. Just Shazam try as a character, they try to make him campy. Aquaman is campy, but not intentionally in the comics. Right. <laughs> but they it's just the whole concept that's campy, but it's yeah. not meant to but be. But they do embrace that embrace it. It's a good movie. But now he's Jason Momoa and he's buff and he has tribal tattoos and he has a big beard, so he's like rad Aquaman. Yeah. He's not your grandma's Aquaman, well, the blonde hair. At the end of the Aquaman movie, he gets like the uh, classic. The classic. I've seen that. That's cool. Stuff. It's, he looks great in it. It's I, I love him. He's great. Yeah, and it's a nice, colorful outfit, which is something we don't see in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Really, <laughs> they're really afraid of doing that. <laughs> well, we'll get into that, but let's continue <laughs> with what we're drinking. Yes. So we got Jameson leftover from St. Patty's. Yeah. Um, I've got a wine, a bottle of wine here. Um, so when I was at the liquor store, my, my logic was, uh, Wonder Woman is like a Greek.
M-Y-L-O-N-A-S. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Probably not. Um, but it's pretty good. Um, it's kind of got that grassiness. Yeah, it's very dry. Uh, yeah. It's pretty good. Um, I like it. It is good. It wasn't super expensive. It was like 15 bucks. <laughs> Um, for 15 bucks, that's pretty good. Yeah, though. for 15 bucks, I'm very pleased with it. Um, oh, yeah. Although, uh, it's a white. Although, I was informed today that in actual Greek mythology, where the. Uh, my sister informed me that uh, where the Amazons. Like, rain? Really? So That's interesting. Really? So really Wonder Woman should be like Eastern European. Yeah, sh- we should be drinking like vodka. <laughs> um, and I have vodka in the other room, but it's not Eastern European vodka. It's made in America. It's Tito's. Oh. Yeah, so. It's we'll, phony. We'll leave, no. <laughs> we'll leave that out. <laughs> it's westernized vodka. It's gentrified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And we also have this beer you have. And we... Like we said before, we're going to drink less beer for a while, but we're still going to have beer. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I was on the, I was thinking Greek, and uh, this is not Greek, but Roman, which is close. Um, uh, ooh, nice. Uh, Toppling Goliath Brewing, which we've had on the We have the had. Show we before. had the Pseudo Sue. Pseudo Sue with the T Rex on it. Yeah, and this is the Pompeii IPA from Toppling Goliath. Um, yeah, and they're out of Iowa. Yeah, if you forgot. And uh, we like a uh, we like Toppling Goliath. They make good. And beers. it's a I had I just tasted some of it. If you're new to IPAs, you're probably not gonna like it. But if if you're used to it like us, it's good. I like it. It's I like nice. it a lot. Yeah, but it's it's very hoppy though. It is very hoppy. So be warned. <laughs> yeah. So I would rate that a. Uh, I would rate that probably a seven. It's gonna out, take a, a four-hour seven out of ten beer. Um, if you like IPAs, well, if it gets a four-hour reboot or recut, it, I might appreciate it more. Yeah, that's that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what would that mean? What what percentage is this? Uh, <laughs> so what's the so just well the original Justice League was like what two hours and fifteen minutes. Or yeah, less. It yeah, was really short. I don't, I don't remember how much. I'm not seeing a. Uh, maybe it's on the box here. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to find the ABV. That's always annoying to me. I hate it when they make it hard to find. Like, don't be shy. But, anyways. I'm not seeing it at all. Ah, I'd well. Have to, I'd have to look it up, which I'm not going to do. I'm tasting like. That's got to be around like seven, eight percent, for sure, in my opinion. I'm gonna go with eight, like eight point three. Okay, well let's see. I'm, I'm. Uh, oh, let's see how close I am. I'm looking it up on uh, the Googles. We're looking it up. We're um, okay, it up. <laughs> way off. It was four <laughs> percent. What? Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. No, that's terrible. That's not why. So that's why they don't have it on so there. So let's say, just like Justice League, you double it. If you if you, you make eight percent, it would be a lot better. How can it? That is. I'm not trying to be a snob here. I mean, it's very good tasting for four percent, though. 
but at the same time, it's really hoppy for four yeah. percent. But it's good hoppy. So yeah, okay. If this, just keep that in mind for the future beer ranking. <laughs> but before we get into Zack Snyder's Justice League, well, this one says it's six percent, so I don't know what to believe. And this one says it's, it's got to be six. It's got to be like six. Come on, that's still pretty low though for that. Yeah. yeah. But before we talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League, we need to talk about the original cut, the Joss oh, yeah. Whedon cut. Oh, Joss Whedon. F- famed for Firefly, for the Avengers. For Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yep. Yeah. For Age Voltron, the not as good one, but still fine. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Avengers was a miracle, by the way, <laughs> that it worked. <laughs> I have no idea. Because it does have a lot of that Whedon, like, Yeah, I've watched cheesiness. it again recently, and it's really good. But, but it's good. It how? just works. Yeah. It's the actors that do it in that. Yeah. In my opinion, in the and, writers. And, you know, Age of Ultron, it's, I don't think it's like any really worse of a movie than the first Avengers, but for some reason it doesn't work as well as the original. Well, because it feels a lot like the original. That's but a good point, it's, yeah. It doesn't do, like, it's still the same kind of plot where, oh, there's a bad guy trying to destroy the world, let's stop him. Yeah. And they win, and blah, blah, blah. Ultron was wasted. Well... Hopefully he'll come back at some point. Yeah. I mean, James Spader is great for Ultron. There's a weird noise in the background. That's really... Oh, that's a fire truck, I think, or something. Okay. Or I drove past one earlier. Or, or the train. Or... It, oh, no. It might be the train. Could be the train. You can hear the train from here sometimes. Um, it's... Well, we're in this room, so it's muffled so we can't really quite tell what it is but it it could have been a spaceship too it was really weird you guys you guys might not even be able to hear it but we heard it and that's what matters (laughs) our well-beings i I find a lot of the time um background noises that we pick up they do not pick up recording doesn't no uh which is good that is good the um microphones sound a lot more hot in our mic in our headphones than they actually are in the recording no yeah i've noticed but yeah for sure so Josh Whedon's Justice League. So what happened, basically, in summary, a tragedy happened in the Zack Snyder family. His daughter committed suicide. His daughter, Autumn. And at the end of Zack Snyder's Justice League, it says, for Autumn. Yeah. By the way, I know I'm skipping to the end, but that's just important to note. Spoilers. That's why Zack Snyder had to yeah, stop. It's a good reason. He had a family to tragedy. Out of all reasons to stop. That's, that's awful. That's the So Josh yeah. Whedon took over, and Josh Whedon took it upon himself to make it more of his film than Snyder's. Yeah. And it's he, still the same general plot, but he, he didn't even just, he didn't edit it or finish it. He just reshot so much of it. Yeah. Like, and so like all the bad Superman mouth CGI, that was completely unnecessary because yeah. Henry Cavill was filming mission possible fallout and he had, he had a mustache yeah. as character. Yeah. He's That's, pretty good. He's pretty good in that movie I, too. I, I, <laughs> I forget the studio that did that. But um so for the reshoots, Henry Cavill had the mustache and he couldn't shave it, so they CGI'd over it, and it looks really, really, really bad. 
Like it is Paramount. Okay, Paramount. But it's really bad. It, it's and terrible. it takes away from his performance because you're looking at his stupid like face. Yeah. Like the weird mouth, it doesn't really line up with him speaking. It looks pudgy. It's just weird. <laughs> and the first scene in that cut of the Justice League has him with the weird mouth. Yeah. Like these kids filming him on the phone. That's completely cut out. All the weird mouth stuff is out. That was a big thing Zack Snyder was like advertising with the Snyder cut was no CGI'd mustache. Yeah. Like <laughs> no, none of that shit. So that already helped. But back to the Josh Whedon cut. So it's rushed. It's contrived. It The characters don't have any room to breathe, like to develop. Like Cyborg's just in there. You don't really get to learn his backstory. Flash, you get just a tiny bit of his backstory. He's not really significant. Here's my takeaway. Here's the main takeaway from the Joss Whedon cut, in my opinion. None of the characters, the Justice League isn't significant. Yeah. You don't need the other characters because at the end of that film, it's just Superman. Superman comes in. So, the whole time Flash is, he's still funny in the Snyder cut, but yeah. in the Whedon cut, he's a bumbling moron. Yeah. Yeah. He has some emotion behind him in the Also, the Whedon cut. cut had a lot of just corny jokes, just I think the two I think the two characters that got the biggest upgrades, Cyborg and the Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, I would say also Batman. Even yes, Batman and, too. And and let me explain that because he played he was a really big part of the Joss Joss, Joss Whedon cut. But he didn't actually do much. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he just like assembled the team. He was just on the sidelines. And and gave them the technology. And he still does that, but Joss in the, the Snyder cut, he gets his shining moment. Every character gets their yeah, moment. In he's this. actually in the movie less, which makes it better when he is there. Yeah. Um, but, and Alfred got like some, really, he got some more really stuff. good scenes. He got some good scenes, <laughs> but in the Josh Whedon cut, the final battle, the whole scene with the family and like, why are they there at an abandoned nuclear town that had a radiation yeah. Melt, a nuclear meltdown. Why are they there? Why were they involved at all? Um, that's none of that's in the Snyder cut. Uh, and also the whole red filter thing and just the Snyder cut still has some questionable CGI, but not nearly as much. It's, um, it's less distracting. It's less distract. It still not the best, but the CGI works with that movie and yeah. the Josh Whedon cut. It's so off putting and like the red filter and like green screen background is horrible oh yeah and also you have that the scene where batman uh like interrogates the guy and then the parademon shows up and Gotham. Yeah. that's not in snyder cut at all and that was another atrociously bad looking scene because it was so obviously a set with a green screen background yeah that was a really bad scene they just they, they cut out the bad stuff really, really in summary the, the josh whedon justice league was really bad oh i yeah. mean it it, you can say what you want about Batman v Superman, but that is a nice, that's a good looking movie. It looks good. It's well yeah. edited. It has purpose. Yeah. It makes sense. It was Batman v Superman when you. Yeah. It, and, but when you're watching it, you can watch it and say to yourself, like, okay, it has issues, but this, it's still this director fun. had a vision. 
with this. I think that's what Snyder does really well. And I'm not discrediting Joss Whedon. I mean, he's done great things. I'm, but actually, I'm actually a big fan of Joss his Whedon. His style um, just did not meld with Zack Snyder. Yeah. The fact they picked him. I mean, here's the thing. Joss Whedon. Why didn't it get someone like Gareth Edwards? Yeah. The thing is, so Joss, Joss Whedon, um, I'm actually a fan. But I, I hear he is toxic. Yeah. He's a TV director. And you force him. Well, like they cut so like, much out. Like you said, it's a miracle that the Avengers worked. Yeah. Cause I, and I don't think it was because of Joss Whedon that it worked. The writing, the actors, yeah. you know, great CGI. It still holds up. Yeah, it really and does. Yeah. That's from 2012. Holds up better than Iron Man three, which took place after holds up better than 2017 justice league holds up better than black Panther. Yeah, <laughs> I love Black Panther, but the CGI in that it's movie terrible. is terrible. Especially the fight with him and Killmonger. Oh, yeah, they just look like plastic. Like really, bad. they're like in a nothing space. That, that and that's fight, the problem with the Justice League yeah. climax. It's like a nothing space. It's yeah. there's no. During like the fight scenes and stuff, it really felt like they were at a real place. They did a good job with that, like establishing the scenes for the most part. For yeah. the most part, um, like even the the final the final battle, they did a pretty good job establishing where they were, which helps you, like, because they had all those shots of Batman going around the outside taking out the parademons, mm -hmm. and like shots like that helped establish that the, okay they're inside. It gives you, it grounds you, and tells you what's going on. And the Joss Whedon cut did a terrible job with that. Well, an, another problem, a big problem with the Joss Whedon cut, you really have no idea what's going on. It's so rushed. New characters are introduced and then forgotten about. It's, and th this problem still remains in the Zack Snyder cut, I believe. Mm -hmm. They're trying to rush a whole cinematic universe in one movie. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. That's essentially what they're doing. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and it, there's, and it, we'll get to it when we get into the Zack Snyder I, cut I, itself. I did read up a little bit on like what the initial Zack Snyder's initial plans were for the um, series, mm -hmm. and it basically summed up to like he was Justice League Two was supposed, it was supposed to, be, to be a two parter. Yeah, Justice League Two was supposed to come very soon after the first one. Yeah, and then he they already had Justice League Three planned. Right. And then um, family tragedy happened, and then he got out of it, and now we're at Snyderverse. Yeah. So that's why I think he was like, you know what? That's the one thing. Let's give the fans yeah. four hours, everything I can think of to put in this movie, or I, that I wanted to put in the movie. And I appreciate it. It, made, it The one thing this movie, the, this cut did well was it made me kind of want them to have him do more movies. Right. It made me kind I don't of think wish he should I run. I don't think he should run. I don't think DC should even have a cinematic universe no. as well. They can, but it can't. I don't think it should be nearly as like cohesive as the MCU. No, because well, I think DC does watch, well. If you watch the the animated DC movies, which are fantastic, they're on HBO. Oh yeah, um, they have the best animated. I films went by after far. I watched 
Justice League, the new one, or the Snyder Cut, I went and watched Justice League War. Oh, which, yeah. That featured Dark Side. With Dark Side, they pulled some of the plot elements from that actually into mm-hmm. this with the uh, parademons and such. Um, really? And let's just admit it. If you want good Justice League movies, watch the animated one, especially Justice League Doom, Doom Justice is, League War. I love Justice League Doom because Batman is like real badass in that. Yeah, he's really good in it. And um, I'm going to say it. Batman's my favorite DC character. Oh, same. Um, he's, I think, the only one in my mind for me that. Uh, but I've also grown. I will Batman. say I have really grown to appreciate. Superman. Not like Superman at all. Yeah. And now I do like him, actually. No, like. He's I, actually a really cool character. I've revisited some of the Christopher Reeves films. Yeah. Which I think we should do something on at some point because those are just classics. And there's something just so. It's generic, but He's, it's so wholesome. And. Superman is really fun. But also, he's a lot better of, like, more well thought out of a character than people give him credit for. Yeah. Um, the other DC character I love is the Flash. Well, Superman's the basis for all superheroes. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. In, unless you want to take it back to like Greek heroes and stuff and like yeah. Beowulf, you could. But for modern superheroes, you Superman and Batman. Yeah. They came out the same year, 1939, just months apart. They're essentially the basis. And that, that, that doesn't mean they're the definitive superheroes, but they're the core of what makes good superheroes. Yeah. I would argue. And I'm a big Marvel fan saying that. Now, I think with Marvel, what Stan Lee and like Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko did in the 60s revolutionized the superhero genre. They took these ideas and mm. were like, okay, yeah. but let's make them normal people. That's what I've always liked so much about Marvel. And I generally prefer Marvel, but I have a soft spot for some DC characters. Oh, yeah. But anyways, and, yeah. Back but, to uh, DC. But, um, the other character in DC that I just really like, and he's actually become like up there with Batman for me, is the Flash. Yeah, I love the Flash. Flash he's, is awesome. He's so cool. Um, he oh, seems like a simple character. He just runs fast, but it's so much more than that. Here's a fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact time. So public domain, right now, as of 2021, anything 1925 and before is in the public domain. Right. Um only going to be about 15 more years until batman is in the public domain <laughs> 1939 14 years i guess that's crazy yeah it's been yeah. around so long it's about the 30s when uh you see a lot of some of these superheroes that are still around now start to pop up yeah yeah anyway. so uh, <laughs> in summary the josh whedon cut was garbage yeah it's just i'm sorry and Joss, also it has like a I'm lot sorry, of sorry josh whedon <laughs> if you're listening also, I, Thor Ragnarok came out the same year. I didn't even bother seeing Justice League. I, didn't, Thor I did Ragnarok, not see it when it came out. Because Thor Ragnarok was out. I, I was actu- like, that, oh, that's a good so superhero movie. Justice League took, came play, came out uh 2017? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it until like a year and a half ago. I'll be totally honest. I saw it when I, Tristan <laughs> had the DVD. Yeah, <laughs> I, I took that long to, to watch. I saw it on HBO when it was on HBO. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> like about a year and a half ago. It was, I can't remember exactly when I saw it, but it was either on, I watched someone's DVD or it was on TV. <laughs> All I know HBO. is I, I played Red Dead Redemption before I watched Justice League. Yeah. I think I was on my second playthrough of Red Dead Redemption before I watched <laughs> Justice League. Is that how we're going to gauge movies now? How many playthroughs of Red Dead Redemption <laughs> <laughs> before we've seen it? 
We should even oh, do that for new movies. Oh, I, I, I'm <laughs> starting my third. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my third too. Yeah. Well, technically my fourth, but I ruined one playthrough, so I uh, quit it. I just started the, the the my third. I'm I'm in I'm in the first, <laughs> first chapter, but anyway, Arthur. <laughs> we'll do that. We'll do that for an episode soon. Well, we already did that before the whole the voice. Yeah. That's Ar- okay. Arthur, I've got I've got a plan, Arthur. <laughs> Your Dutch voice, it's not that it's like accurate, but it's so <laughs> it's so true to the original. It's not a good impression per no, se. No, I'm not but good at impressions so, at all. It's so true to that character. <laughs> so I really appreciate your take. Thank you. Thank you. I think you could voice a young Dutch at some point. I, I like your Arthur your Arthur voice too. It's it's Damn a, it, Dutch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like a good impression, but But yeah, it, it's the I essence. Can, I can tell what you're trying to do. It's the essence yeah. of the character <laughs> yeah. that I'm going You don't for. have to explain that I'm not you're trying doing to be Arthur Roger. I'm not trying to be Roger Clark. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to explain. trying to capture it's that like character. you don't have to explain that you're doing an Arthur impression for me to know <laughs> what you're doing you know it's, it's, it, it works yeah. anyways <laughs> back to Justice League so let's get into the Snyder Cut okay yeah before so we'll do a brief plot summary just brief though not like our usual ones yeah so okay beginning uh, and of the- and spoilers spoiler alert galore I mean, the original's I mean, been out for the original and years now, it's so. There's new. Th- there's definitely a lot of new things, but you're li- if you're listening to this, you've seen the Snyder Cut, okay? Or, or you're not interested. <laughs> so, or you're not interested, and it's just another episode. Yeah. Which either so, way, I don't care really. But spoiler yeah. alert. Spoilers. <laughs> you know us by now. We have no sympathy for because <laughs> it is kind it of different. Yeah, they change a few things, but um, the same general plot. But anyways, so it starts out. With the death of Superman. Mm-hmm. And I really like this scene because it wasn't an original cut, right? Um, they No, the original cut just was, started out with him on the like smartphone. It did it was they did show the like on, I think they did show it, but it was like cut up and not a developed scene. It was like glimpses. Just like a f- quick flashback. Yeah. This had a Mother Box's understanding that Superman yeah. is maybe, maybe Tristan, if he were here, would be able to explain that to us. But uh, well, they didn't explain it. In fact, they didn't actually say for sure that that's what awakened them. Okay, before they just <laughs> they just the characters theorize they it. theorize it. But <laughs> there's a lot of assumptions in this movie, and the plot's still not, um, you know, holeproof. But <laughs> yeah. But before we tear into it a bit, let's just <laughs> yeah. So it starts with Deaf Superman, and then yada 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 dialogue. <laughs> it shows Lois Lane, and then we get um, Amazon's fighting Steppenwolf. He invades the Amazons in cool Themyscira. That I is like one that. of the best scenes in the movie. I love that part. It was one of the most well choreographed and just well-edited fight like battles but there's
amazing or anything. It's better. It's still better. At least he's intimidating looking. Yeah. He's not just some little Weasley. Like the CGI is also um, less plasticky looking. It's less plastically plasticky because um, he's mostly wearing like weird like nano shard armor. Yeah, but that that works. That helps because metal is really easy to do with CGI. Yeah, it it was just overall better. He's weird looking though. I have mixed feelings about his design. He's a hammerhead shark man. Yeah, and in the comics, he's just like a guy, Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) Yeah, he's a guy with a goatee wearing. He has the helmet but it's not his head no that's just weird why does it have to be part of his skull (laughs) it'd be like if they had and it's i bet if if zack snyder were directing avengers loki would probably have big horns that fit into that part of his helmet oh and he also i mean he is more intimidating looking but when you really pay attention to his face it's like scrunched up in like a little box like it's it's the thing is is i think it's better because it's more unique yeah i but it's better CGI. It's more unique. I wouldn't actually say he's that intimidating because of like that. Like he has a scrunched up little face. <laughs> That's true. And he's I was like, thinking about that. He's like, he's big, but he's still stubby for his size. Well, he, he's and got weird proportions. He's got weird proportions. But it is better than the last one. And his voice is also like, it's the, it's like the stereotypical, has, like, but he has like a little bit of like a speech impediment. He's, <laughs> he's, he like talks like, like he kind of does like, yeah <laughs> i mean he's better he's 10 times better than the original version yeah the original made me laugh it loud when i first saw yeah. it this one he still has funny things about him yeah and um, <laughs> the weird horn head cause of and we'll and you'll get to that what they did to upgrade his plot. Well, his character and his, his motivation. Character. Yeah. So it makes sense and, now because yeah. in the first justice league, he was just an evil monster alien guy. Yeah, that was just evil for the sake of being evil. They didn't explain anything about him now, other than he failed to conquer earth many years ago. And now he wants to do it again. Yeah. And he chose when there's more superheroes on earth again. Yeah. Like he could have invaded way before Superman. Well, well, there's more superheroes on Earth now, but in the new one, they actually explained that that's not quite the no, case. No, in the new one, it's not quite but the they case. Didn't, but they all, they you, glossed over that in the original. You, yeah, in the original, they glossed over that. But you also have to think about why just why Superman was only like arrived on Earth like in this timeline in the 80s. Yeah, something maybe, like that. Yeah. Maybe even the 90s. When was Henry Cavill born? I respect Probably just, Late seventies, early eighties. I, I imagine Superman in this is the same age as Henry. Cavill. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah, Superman's like this godlike being, but uh, he's like thirty two. Henry Cavill is uh, eighty three. Born in eighty three. Oh, I thought you said he's eighty three. Oh, no, he was born. I'm in like, mm, he's excuse me, thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I imagine Superman's probably the same age as Henry Cavill. So they had a long time to reinvade Earth because the first invasion was like ten thousand years ago or whatever. Yeah, but as or they, even longer. As one thing they changed in this version is the original invasion was not Steppenwolf. That's what I like better. Yes, yes. And Steppenwolf is invading Earth, and they established that. And I'll let you explain it more in a minute here. But they established that Steppenwolf did not know it was the same world. Which 
I mean, which is weird, but it explains why he didn't do it earlier, at least. I mean, it also shows how incompetent he is. Yeah, he did not do any He's, research. He is pretty incompetent still. Um, one thing I do know about Steppenwolf is that they don't take too much time to explain, but they hint at it. Is basically he's disgraced by um yeah okay I'm uh, uh say it dark side Zeus and the Green Lantern well he kills the Green Lantern but uh, whatever he gets his ass whooped actually he does he's not dark side yet and it wasn't just the Green Lantern it was the Green Lantern core it was like one of them was there, there was a few of them I think it was just one there was a couple. At least. I think in the Whedon cut, it was just one. In the Whedon cut, it was just one. But, but I they, thought it was just one that showed up. I thought it was a couple. Anyway. Um, Maybe like two or three, but it wasn't that. Um, but so his original name is Uxus. Or Uax. I, I don't know how to pronounce Uxus. it. Uxus. Uxus. He's a new god. Uhas, if you're Mexican. I don't know. <laughs> He's a new god. And yeah. um, I was literally just looking at He's that up. very much a Thanos. He did come before Thanos. Uh, Jim Starlin, the guy that created Thanos, was I think he was buddies with the guy that created Darkseid. Yeah. And it's important. To, I, I saw some arguments online about this on why he got his ass kicked the first time. Darkseid is so powerful. Well, it's because, because he hasn't like achieved. like He's not Darkseid yet. He's Uxus. Or whatever yeah, he's, he's powerful. But he's not Darkseid yet. Yeah. I, I, and I don't remember the comic book lore on... What makes oh yeah, Jack Kirby actually Dark created Darkseid. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's when he left Marvel and went with DC because <laughs> him and Stan Lee kind of had a falling out in the seventies. Yeah, not like anything major, but like I think Stan Lee was uh, well in the seventies. I heard he was, you know, <laughs> it was yeah. the seventies. <laughs> a lot of cocaine. Well, yeah, <laughs> and also side tangent: Stan Lee in the seventies. Was I don't know if he was drunk or something, because you would have to be to come up with this idea. He was like, "Why doesn't Iron Man have a nose on his armor on his helmet?" <laughs> and then, so the writers for a few issues, not too long, Iron Man had a nose on his armor, <laughs> like the Tin Man type thing, That's like a triangle. But then amazing. Stan Lee showed up and he was like, wait, why does he have a nose? And they were like, oh, you told us to give him a nose. He was like, <laughs> he was oh, like, that's stupid. <laughs> he was like, I was doing a lot of cocaine. Don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> One day we should do an episode talking about DC and Marvel, how comic book characters have been inspired or copied or transferred from each other by the artists. You would be surprised by There's some really cool stuff there. So a lot of people think Aquaman came before Namor. No, Con it's, Con Na it's Namor. Namor that came yeah. first yeah. back in the, 30s. Although I personally like Aquaman more. Actually, I think Namor was even before Batman and Superman, but he was like a Strange Tales, like yeah. timely comics thing. Back, he wasn't back then. That was before a lot of these comic characters that originated in the 30s originated before they had their own comic book lines. So there's Iron Man with a nose. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> I want to see that in the MCU. <laughs> oh yes. Even if it's just like an armor in the background, like yeah, I want to see it. I maybe when Stark was on a, you know, doing a lot of cocaine. Yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> like, oh, it needs a nose so I can no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. It's like a shark fin makes me more aerodynamic. I know it's not Justice League uh, related, but I think I might want to post this. Yeah, yeah, because it's podcast related, people. Yes, <laughs> we talked about it here. Anyway, where were we? Wait, let me save this. <laughs> So we were, we were talking about so uh, as uh, 
okay, basically you have all the dark, uh, backstory, dark side of it first. Yeah. Now Steppenwolf's coming back to like redeem himself because he. Well, yeah, he's. It like, doesn't really explain uh, well, what I think, happened. I think, I think what's going on is he's conquering worlds for Darkseid. Right. To kind of get him in back in Darkseid's good grace, and he discovers on Earth, um, the uh, anti-life equation. But this happens like. Well, that happens through. like way later. It happens like halfway through the movie. Um, also, that wasn't an original cut, was it? it? Was, no, it was not. Yeah. yeah. Um. um and basically, it turns it into, you know, uh, Steppenwolf realizes that this was the, that was the reason Darkseid invaded in the first place and got repelled by the Amazons, Atlanteans, Atlanteans men. and the old gods. Was that King Arthur? Was he in there? I didn't know. The guy with the, hel- like, spiked helmet? I don't know. Um, I don't, I don't he was know. like a King Arthur type. Yeah, at he kind of, yeah. Um, but I love how it had in this one it showed like Mongolians it showed a uh, mm-hmm. like kind of like old knights like yeah it was like the armies of men Atlanteans Amazons African warriors even um, the Green Lanterns were there a couple of them a couple of them at least or like um, one <laughs> and the old and the old gods and this is one thing they like I feel like they cut out like completely Zeus from the original. yeah Zeus it was yeah Zeus, like Ares and Artemis Artemis yeah yeah which is cool um and like so. Th- you know, Ux, uh, Darkseid or Uxus uh, got repelled. I mean, because he gets I his mean, ass kicked. Basically, I mean, bunch of armies of powerful armies, and I mean, Zeus and the old gods are no chumps, right? Like, like, um, like if you've seen, yeah, what, Zeus is no chump s- in mythology and DC or Marvel comics. No, so, yeah, and if you've seen even one, Odin if you've seen the- Wonder Woman, it makes Ares kind of look like a chump. But he's not like that's just well. This is like Ares in his prime. Yeah, too, exactly. You know? This was Ares so, when he's young and powerful, and when him and Zeus are still friends. Yeah, to a degree. Yeah, the Greek so, gods. They so have he a gets bunch repelled, and basically Steppenwolf discovers that this is the planet that he lost because they guess they it was so long ago they lost track of which planet it was or some shit like that. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and that basically becomes part of the plot of like. Dark side is like, okay, well, you conquer this planet and then I'll come and you'll be back in my good grace and I'll have this little anti-life equation. Right. He's like making him which do it. Which ups the stakes even more. Well, no, it's not about, it's about the mother boxes, which makes the planet like apocalypse. Yeah. It's, it's not about the anti-life equation at first. No. He finds it there and then dark sides. Okay. When you do this, when you do to unity, then I'll show up, get the anti life equation, and you'll be on good yeah. terms with so me. So it doesn't again. up the stakes of what the Justice League are doing, but it does up the stakes a little bit of like, it's not just the Earth that's at stake if Darkseid gets the anti life equation. Right, yeah. But one criticism, they don't explain at all. I guess, I don't think they need They just they assume you know about it. Yeah. If they, you're a DC fan. So I guess if you're a DC fan, this isn't a bad thing. But if you, if you don't know what the anti life equation is, then it. You're like, what the fuck is but that? But it's already a four-hour movie. Yeah, so they don't, they didn't need to explain it. But also, I think another thing that makes it long is all the slow motion scenes. There's a lot yeah, of those. Th- yeah, I don't, I don't like those. Like much. you have Batman Ex- just casually walking upstairs, and it. No, there's a scene. It's kind <laughs> of cringy. Like, <laughs> it's Batman and like Wonder Woman, Flash, Cyborg, the, and Aquaman, the Justice League before Superman shows up again. Just walking upstairs slowly and casually, and then there's like this badass like <laughs> guitar riffs playing. Like this is supposed to be some epic moment. It's cinematic. I do love the bit. We're kind of <laughs> skipping ahead, but 
this is the bit that was cut out the Joss Whedon cut that was in the trailer where Cyborg looks at Batman and he's like I didn't think you were supposed to be real or something like that and Dang. Batman's like I am when I need to be like, I like <laughs> that they joke about all the time joke about that all the time in the um, animated movies there's a whole oh, yeah. in Justice League War which I hi- highly recommend I've seen it yeah um, there's, it's been a while at the but. very beginning it's Green Lantern he, he's following Batman in the sewers and he's like, I didn't think, and he's joking about like, I didn't think you were real. And they joke about that the whole movie. Every character that sees Batman, like I think there's a character where like the Flash and shows up and he, Green Lantern's like, yeah, I was with Batman. And Flash is like, Batman's real? He's like, yeah, he's over there. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a scene where they also joke about how uh, Batman has no powers. And there's a part in the Justice League War where Green Lantern's like, so what's, what's your powers? Do you have like super strength or something like that? And Batman's not responding. He's like, wait, don't tell me you're just a guy in a suit. <laughs> yeah. And Batman turns around and, like grins at him. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why Batman. So, well, Flash asked, and this is something that was in the Whedon cut too, but he asked Bruce Wayne, so what are your powers again? <laughs> He's like, I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Which is a power. Yeah. I would, yeah. <laughs> this, 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 the, the Snyder cut embraced the camp a little bit more than the uh, Whedon cut did. I, think. I don't think so. I think it did. The Snyder Cut takes itself more seriously for the most part. Um, the Whedon Cut is too many cheesy jokes, I think. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You'll have to watch it again, which you shouldn't because no, it's bad. I'm not going but to. the Whedon Cut is a lot of cheesy jokes and like kind of there's a scene in the Whedon Cut where Flash trips and like falls straight into Wonder Woman's breast. That <laughs> same scenario happens in Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. Mark Ruff, uh, I mean, Bruce Banner falls in Black Widow's breast. <laughs> and Whedon has a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, I, I guess when I say they embrace the camp, I, I mean, like, they didn't try to make it campy, but they didn't. In the sense they that didn't it, try it's to, not self. Um, it doesn't. It takes itself seriously. And the fact that it does, and it's not like self-referential or like, but it it doesn't it doesn't deny that it's campy. It just it it just presents what it is. It like it lets doesn't itself be campy, and it doesn't joke about like it doesn't have like any self-awareness. Whedon does this thing, and he, I think he did it in the Avengers too, but just the Avengers worked better for other reasons. As Trying to be campy. Yeah. But um but like the Snyder version, I think, uh does a much better job at uh it just accepts that it is campy and doesn't try to be one or the other. It just presents so itself. Really, besides some backstory and some extra dialogue and some characters get more play, it's the same plot. Yeah. They uh find the mother boxes. Uh well, Dark, uh, Steppenwolf does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they fail. They completely fail. <laughs> well, except the, the they use the Steppenwolf. last mother box to resurrect Superman. Yeah. But then Steppenwolf still gets it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have that and then you have the final battle in Russia or wherever it is. And then you have very, the ending. They are vague on where it was. Let's talk about the ending. Then you're together. And then the ending. This threw me off a bit. Yeah. I texted let's, you. I was like, what the? Let's it, talk about the ending. And then let's talk about what we liked and disliked in the rest of the so movie. So the 
proper ending is basically the same and then it shows them like walking around doing their solo superhero stuff and like this whole speech is like oh to be a superhero you have to like they're different dads talking to them like you have cyborg's dad you have superman's dad he has two dads (laughs) yeah (laughs) i appreciated that they brought back russell crowe's voice and kevin costner i love russell crowe and kevin costner yeah they need to be in a buddy cop movie how haven't they i don't know I mean, Wouldn't that be great? I mean, we've both watched uh, uh, The Good Guys with uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Now I want to see the similar Just thing. Just two old men. But it's two old men instead of a young guy. And with a guy. drinking problem. Yeah. They both do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just maybe do a sequel to that movie where Ryan Gosling's still there, maybe takes a backseat, and Kevin Costner comes in. Kevin Costner's Ryan Gosling's dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pitch and the, they have to stop the porn mafia or pit, whatever let's it is. Pitch this, <laughs> this pitch, pitch this idea to whoever publishes that movie. I don't remember. <laughs> yes, I want to see that. I want to see awesome. that too. They should make that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Kevin Costner could be a good Ryan Gosling's dad. When I think about it, he really would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Ryan Gosling, if you're listening. Your dad should be Kevin Costner. Your dad should be Kevin Costner. Is he? Is he? I don't know. I don't think there's any relation there, but he should. Well, well, actually, no, because Ryan Gosling is Canadian, and no one's more American than Kevin Costner. Well, maybe that's what he wants you to think. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, shit. (laughs) You're just blowing my whole world apart here, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you have the same, basically, ending. And then you have the nightmare vision, like an expanded one. And it's spoiler alert. So nightmare vision that Bruce Wayne has and cyborg sees some of this future too. Previously when he's like messing with mother boxes and stuff. But so basically you have a team with Deathstroke, the aqua man chick. We're going to talk about her because there's a lot of controversy over the actress Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and then you have, I forget her name. I forget the character's name. Who? The Aquaman lady. Mira. Mira. Okay. Yes. Uh, so Mira, you have Batman in the trench coat. You have Cyborg in like a trench coat or whatever. Or like, not not a trench coat. It's just like... Like a poncho. Poncho but type like thing. A lazy poncho. A lazy poncho. So you can like rip it off. You have Deathstroke. Yeah, that was cool. And the scene with Deathstroke and Lex Luthor plays out before that, too. I don't They're know like, who that actor was, but he's the perfect Deathstroke. He's Deathstroke. a nice-looking Deathstroke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Deathstroke, great. but in this case, he doesn't have the helmet on. He just has eye patch and stuff, which is cool. I love Deathstroke. He's and then cool you have character. Flash and his he's in the time, armor. He's in the time travel With the weird mustache. So in Batman v Superman, when he... He's co- in that time travel, in that yeah, armor. In the, uh, the, when he, yeah, for, for those listening, if you remember, in Batman v Superman... Well, Bruce, and Bruce Wayne talks about this. Yeah, and Bruce Wayne is uh, sitting in his Batcave and Flash comes like in. Drinking. And, <laughs> yeah, Flash comes in like time traveling this weird vision thing. Lois is the and king. And he's wearing like a weird suit. And then his faceplate, it's so cringy yeah. though in the movie though. His faceplate opens up and it's like a bad mustache. Like, yeah, he looks, yeah. They, and that's like our first time seeing the Flash. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but that's, that's the suit he's wearing. Which the suit is cool when he doesn't show his face. Yeah. Now, the regular Flash suit, I think, is fine. So, I, I don't... We'll continue... Well, you have the nightmare scene, and then Joker's in it. He's actually on the team, surprisingly, because this is an apocalyptic setting where, like, Darkseid won, and, like, Superman's on his side. He's bad now. Yeah, so the, the implication is that he killed Lois 
Darkseid killed Lois Lane. Dragon and also he killed Aquaman, I guess, too. Yeah. Uh, well, Superman killed Aquaman, I think. Oh, in this movie. scenario? Yeah. And the implication is that Darkseid killed Lois Lane, uh, breaking Superman and getting Superman to turn to his side. Like, either through brainwashing. That's like, the whole injustice I, idea. Yeah. That if Lois Lane dies, Superman's going to be a maniac. Yeah. Which I, I don't, don't think is true to his character. I don't know if you've looked up uh, the... Um, what Zack Snyder said his ideas for Justice League one or two and three were going to be, but I've looked through. Did anyone have that whole apocalypse thing? Like, so Justice League two was going to be entirely the apocalypse thing. That would be awesome. And then Justice League three would be like time travel, time shenanigans. travel shenanigans to uh, to fix it all. So kind of like Endgame. Yeah, Us using the Flash, crazier. I assume. Um, It'd be like Endgame, but if like the Avengers took like ten years to like yeah win. And like Thanos, he didn't just wipe out half the population. He then, like destroyed her. Yeah, he didn't wipe out the population and fuck off. He wiped out it, the population okay. and then stuck around. It would be <laughs> no. It would be if they lost an Endgame because Thanos like oh destroy yeah. the universe and recreate it. Yeah, It'd be that kind of thing. Like where it's just ultimate defeat. Yeah, like no going back. Yeah. So well, time travel. Apparently, but. the initial idea was that Justice League Two would be, um, because it's it's when you know you see when Cyborg. Uh, inter interfaces with the mother mother box and sees that vision of a possible future. Yeah, that is supposed to be what happens, and Justice League Two was supposed to be that future being realized, and then Justice League Three was Batman going with a gun. Yeah, and Justice League Three was going to be them reversing all of that. Okay, which, I mean, actually would have been. And then you're gonna have Flashpoint cool. paradox. Yeah, which they're still doing Flashpoint Paradox, but it's, but it's not, not based Snyderverse. On, it's not Snyderverse, yeah. But just like Wonder Woman 1984, it's a not, continuation of Wonder Woman, I've but it's not, not connected that. to Justice League. Yeah, I've still not seen nineteen. Because in Justice League and Batman v Superman, she went in isolation after World War One. She wasn't like running around in the 80s yeah. fighting people. Yeah. So it's different but the same it's basically the same actors some of the same plot lines they do a lot of stuff at the end of the Zack Snyder cut that is supposed to be them setting up what he envisioned as the sequels. and that's what's the sad part because yeah. it's not gonna like, happen like one thing I read is so it shows Wonder Woman you know in Greece looking out across the ocean and and because Darkseid was taunting her about you abandon your sisters or whatever um that was supposed to be apparently setting up the vision that the Wonder Woman, the next Wonder Woman movie would be her going back to Themyscira and becoming the queen. Right. I don't think they're going to do that, but yeah. that was apparently the vision. And then Joker, they actually, the line in the trailer is different because he's just like, oh, we live in a society of, we live in a society, Batman, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I remember the memes. It's yeah, I love it. <laughs> Colton, did you know that and we do indeed live in a society? I don't I did not know that. Crazy, right? Yeah. You just blew my mind. Wanna go rob a bank? Now we probably shouldn't. But you know. Alright. Anyways, getting back on track here with uh, yeah. <laughs> we took a slight break. <laughs> yeah, it was a little little Um but anyways, uh <laughs> I'm so off. Where were we? I don't remember where we were. Um Oh yeah, what? nightmare scenario. I want some wine. So the nightmare scenario happens. First, that threw me off, and like Batman saying he's gonna kill Joe. I don't know. Mm. Let's get to what I hold on. Hold on. What did, what did you think of Joker in this? Yeah, because I'm not a fan of Jared Leto as the Joker. 
At least he doesn't have like the damage tattoo and stuff and the grills. Yeah. But he's he, still not. I don't like his. I, I don't like his laugh. His laugh is horrible. Ha, I like. Ha, I like ha, the. Ha, yeah. I know. like the rest <laughs> of his uh, his uh, performance in it. But his laugh. It's like it's not a laugh. It's that. Yeah, it's like, weird. It's, it's like, not even a real laugh. He's just like making like it's really fake sounding. And Heath Ledger, he does the fake laugh too, but he does it well because he's like ha ha, like he's like he's like it's ironically. Clear. Well, like, it's like the way Heath Ledger does it. It's clear that the character is fake laughing. But then he does really laugh. Yeah. But like the scene where he's walking in when uh, with the mob boss guys, and he's just like ha ha, like he yeah. That's like a. It's like the Joker. It's supposed to be the, like that. The Joker is fake laughing versus Jared Leto's is like, that's like his laugh. How is he fake. laughs? Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> the rest of his performance was good. I like that scene. Anyways, let's get into what I'm gonna get into. What I didn't like, so we can end on a good note for this yes. episode. Because there's a lot to like about this. There is a lot to like about it, but I think. The Snyder Cut introduces some new problems of its own. Mm-hmm. It is unnecessarily long. I've already told you this. Oh, yeah. It does not need to be four hours. Three hours would have been perfectly suitable. Here's here's the thing. So it's, you know, uh, I enjoyed it. But simply because of its length, I know people who would n- hate it. Right. For no reason other than its length. Yeah. My dad... Would not sit through this. Movie. Oh no, I didn't and, sit through the whole thing. And he, I mean, he once. doesn't like superhero movies in general, but he'll sit through them. He would not even bother with this. Right. My mom, who likes superhero movies, you know, she was calling me before I watched WandaVision, wanting to talk about WandaVision and all that. Yeah. Um, that's my mom. Yeah. She wouldn't. I don't think. I don't think she would sit through this either. But it's just. It's just. They do so much. They do kind of solve this problem by having the parts in it. So it says, oh, part one, and then it will say part two. It would be better if they so, released it instead of the Snyder Cut, released it as like episodes. If it was, they could j- release it all at once. But if it was like, if it's four hours, you could have math. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 75 minutes? No, and that's three hours. Uh, you could have like multiple 30 yeah. minute episodes or something yeah, like that. 30, you know? 30, 60, or you could have four hour six, long episodes. That would minute, work too. 60 minutes, 60 minute episodes. No, not uh, just like four, like 50 40, minute 40, episodes or like yeah, something like something, that. Yeah. I don't know. But the fact that it had parts in it did help. I did parcel it out. I watched yeah. part one. I took a break, did some homework and then I got to part two. I did kind of go into part three. Then I took a break, but I think it would have been better if on HBO, they released it as how many parts of the five. Five in an epilogue. Yeah, I think they should have released it as, you know, six, like, episodes. Yeah. You know? And it would still be the same movie, but split up. That way, people who aren't willing to sit through a four-hour movie won't feel as intimidated to watch it. Well, it's like, yeah, you can pause it and then leave it alone and then go back to it. But I think just having it as episodes in the first place would make it less intimidating. Yeah, because before you watch it, you don't know that it's episodic. Like my dad, he likes the Justice League stuff. He loves Superman. He likes um, he likes Batman v Superman a lot. I told him it's four hours. And he's like, "Are you serious? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, no, that'd be yeah, it's way too much." Um, but so it adds a lot, and it still has the same problem. It's not rushed this time, mm-hmm. 
obviously, because it's super long, but it still has the same problem of trying to fit three movies into one. Yeah. A cinematic universe into, like, one movie. And the and the issue there is... Um, and that's... They're trying to make a cinematic universe. Yeah, Man but of Steel. They, but they're going off the Marvel format of, like, you have to explain all this stuff, versus they could have done a Justice League movie and just assumed you know about Justice League. And that's kind of what this is. And but at the while, same time... While I understand that's not accessible to everyone, that would have made a better movie if they just went, okay, Justice League, we assume you know who The Flash is. We assume you know who Superman is. Here's a movie. That's kind of what the Joss Whedon um, cut did, but the Joss Whedon just cut just did not but the Joss Whedon, tackle that. Like, Yeah, and one thing I have an It issue, did not approach that idea well. Like, Yeah, it could have just been like, here's Justice League. You should know about it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. These are popular characters. But it still didn't do the characters well. You don't have to have backstory to have good characters. Here's here's one thing. Yeah, well that's yeah yeah. That, I that's this awesome. that's awesome. You has don't way have, better character. You moments. don't have to have backstory to have good characters. This has way better character moments and backstory. And that's one, why it's so long because you get thing, a backstory on everybody. Basically, one thing I liked about this, my favorite part about this movie actually, what you know, they improved over the Zack Snyder or over the Joss Whedon. I'm confusing names. Now. Yeah. Um, had a bit to drink already so I'm at the point where I'm confusing things um so in the Zack Snyder cut I felt all the characters felt like the characters the Flash felt like the Flash yeah Superman felt like Superman Wonder Woman felt like Wonder Woman etc the in, Josh Whedon cut, they, they felt didn't. like caricatures of themselves. Exactly. Flash yeah. was always a bumbling moron and always making snide jokes. Yeah. And like they, and they, Cyborg wasn't even a character in a Whedon no, cut. No, he was just It's a shame there, what they did to him. He was just there because he's important to the new 52, I think which the is kind of what they're drawing for inspiration from. I forget the actor's name, but he did say how Whedon just cut all his stuff out. And it's obvious yeah. because now we have the Snyder I Cut. I love Cyborg as a character. His parts are some of the best parts. And yeah, in the Snyder Cut, And his he's relationship awesome. with his father. Oh, yeah. They so, replaced in the original. It was the ending dialogue. The ending monologue was Lois Lane. Yeah. And they replaced that with Cyborg's father, which and was, then it was 10 times well, it was Cyborg's better. father. And then it was like Kal-El. Yeah. No, not Kal- I mean um Jor-El. Well, that that wasn't the ending dialogue. That was only during the Superman scenes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the ending dialogue during the epilogue was Cyborg's father. Yeah, yeah. In the original version, it was Lois Lane. And here's the problem. I don't dislike Lois Lane as a character. I don't dislike the actor who plays Lois Lane. Um, right. But the way they've done these movies with Man of Steel going up to this, um, I don't care about Lois Lane at no. all. No. At all. I don't give a crap about Lois Lane. <laughs> like, no, I don't I don't care. I care about Superman. The only way I can care about Lois so Lane what's, okay. in this is that Superman loves her. So was like, she one well, of the characters that bothered you in this? Well, she was hardly in it. So she didn't bother she me. She was in it a lot more in this version, though. Yeah, but she's, she really didn't play a big role, and she didn't bother me. Here's the thing. But nothing, they didn't. Do you think they needed those scenes with her? Well, they used one of them to introduce Martian Manhunter. He no, I'm talking about in the Justice League. I know he was technically in Man of Steel. No, no, no. I, yeah, I mean in John the Justice League. In or, the Justice League. 
there is a scene in the mid towards the middle where Lois Lane is in the apartment crying and uh, Martha can't comes and visits yeah. her. That's Martian Manhunter. And he steps oh. out the, and he steps out. I don't know if you remember, he steps out in the hallway and transforms back into Martian Manhunter. I never caught that. I must have yeah. been like looking he at the phone. He doesn't just for a show second. up at the very end. Okay, see, I thought he just showed up at the end. It's really quick. Ah, um, well, that's kind of stupid though. But I didn't dislike it. I think it was <laughs> unnecessary. Right. But I was already in it for four hours, so yeah, whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> if if it were a shorter movie, I would criticize that for being unnecessary. But considering it was like, okay, we expect this to be super long. It's whatever. Right. Um, no, I I don't dislike. I don't I don't dislike anything about what they've done with Lois Lane. But they've not done enough to make me give a crap about her. <laughs> Besides That's, the fact that she's Superman's girlfriend. Yeah, and, and, and that plays into the idea that if you read the comics or watch the animated movies, they've done Lois Lane way better of making her not Because just, she has independence now. Yeah. Because in this, she's, she's just... She's the she's smurfette. Just, she's just the woman, the damsel in distress again. Again. Who, I mean, I, she's not really the damsel in distress in this one. She's not, not in any danger, but she's still... Not in this one, but in Man of Steel, she plays she was. the part of like she's only important because she's Superman's girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. That's how they do it. Yeah, she's just there to be the girlfriend. Also, and that's it. And I know that Lois Lane can be way better than that. And um, I, and, I, and I don't dislike, I don't necessarily di- hate how they did her, but I think they could have. Here's something else that I still think. Yeah, and and it was it was basically I'm glad they replaced her monologue with the with cyborg's dad yeah 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 to sum it up <laughs> to sum it up because they just handled her character well, like cyborg's crap. father was done really well this time yeah. around and, and he's from uh t2 yeah and basically and basically they handled lois lane like crap and i don't give a crap about her in this in, he's good at in this movie he's good at dying that actor <laughs> like in terminator 2 when he was like holding the bomb and he was like bleeding out like he was really good in yeah, that i forgot he was in that yeah yeah, yeah. i haven't seen like, that movie in a while yeah um but the scene where he sacrifices himself and Cyborg later reveals that he did it so they could track the mother box. That was he wasn't really trying to destroy well done. it because yeah. he shot it with the laser. He closed the door. He shot up the laser while he was in there and he like disintegrated. That was really well done. But he done. did it so they could track the mother box. Because when that happened, I was very confused at first. Well, like, first I thought he was trying to destroy it real quick before he, Steppenwolf could get yeah, to him. I was just really confused of like, okay, what the fuck was he trying to do? What the, what the hell just happened? And then, but they didn't, they didn't waste time before Cyborg explained it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I see. And that was it was really well done. I like that part. Cyborg's backstory is so well done, too. Like showing like, him as the football player and like yeah. he's a star. He was a good student. And then he gets in a car accident or something. And honestly, and so this is mom. just my take. Out of all the actors playing their characters, the actor who plays Cyborg does the best version of his character. I think he nails Cyborg. I mean, I can't really argue with that. I yeah. think Gal Gadot, great per usual. I mean, yeah, she's, she's great. <laughs> I mean, no, I think all the actors do a good job, but I think what in, I love about Gal yeah. Gadot's Wonder Woman is that she has this gentle kindness 90% of the time. Yeah. But then when it's time to throw down, she's a total badass. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, shit. But like, she has this kind of motherly, like, yeah, she's, she's fantastic. Care, like, and she's hot. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Um, and here's another thing. It, it could be taken either way, but we try to be progressive here <laughs> um, <laughs> to a degree. But um, 
there's so many scenes of her doing backflips and whatever, and they show everything except for her crotch. Like they just cover it with the skirt. I did not notice. And that, I will say, Zack Snyder does design his female character skimpy. Like her skirt he, yeah. is way shorter than it is in Wonder Woman 1984. It's really hard to to do Wonder Woman a movie and not make her skimpy because well, that's kind of part of her thing. The classic like it's design. empowerment. So again. Bring it up again. I, I guess just fucking go watch Justice League War um, if you're not watching. Cause I'm but bringing, the classic design skimpy. I'm, I'm bringing it up again. Um, there's a scene at the beginning of Justice League War where Wonder Woman, she's at the outside the White House, and everyone's protesting her because they're like collateral damage and all that. You just go swinging your sword everywhere. Yeah. And she goes out and she's like, why are you? She's offended. She's like, why are you protesting me? And she takes the lasso of truth and lassos the main protester. And she's like, why are you protesting me? And he's like... I dress up in a Wonder Woman costume to, or I, he's like, I dress up in a Wonder Woman costume to make myself seem powerful. Yeah. <laughs> and, and she was like, she was like, it makes me feel powerful too. Yeah. You should keep doing it. I thought that was just There's great. a lot of shots of like her lower quarters yeah. <laughs> to put it in a PC way. <laughs> but um, it's not, as bad as the Whedon cut because he has like flash falling on her chest and stuff and like weird te- like sexual tension going on. Yeah, so there's less of that. There's well, none of that cringiness. They there. didn't. They didn't fix any of the uh, sexualizing her, but they didn't sexualize the Snyder cut. Didn't sexualize her. Well, the only thing that's the sexualized about her is her costume. Yeah. The costume is very sexualized, but, but really they did a better job about not making her a, just my, a sex character. My mom reminded me that the Linda Carter woman, Wonder Woman is way more sexualized than Oh yeah. Cuz the Gal Gadot one, at least it's like armor. It's like yeah. it makes sense some. It's better. Yeah. It makes some sense. Yeah. And like she has like the big like boots, but they're like the heels thing, at the, the same thing, time. The thing that bothers me about um Wonder Woman's costume is really not the art, the 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 torso and all that sort of stuff. It's the heels, just yeah. make zero sense. Well, they do that Black Widow too, and they do it of Gamora. Even if you're a super being who can block bullets with your gauntlet, so you don't need. Why really would you want to wear heels? Why would you wear heels? It's just stupid. It's so she can look taller. It, well, that is. But Gal Gadot's already really tall for a yeah. woman. She's like five ten. Yeah, but that 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 actually is the reason. Um, yeah. Um, but she's supposed to be an Amazon, so she's supposed to be like around six feet at least. Yeah, I think I think um, I just think the heels are stupid. That's my biggest problem. But um, another character that I he's he gets better moments in this one. He gets more action, more play, but he still acted the same way pretty much. Ben Affleck's Batman. I just can't buy it. He has the look, he has the vibe, but he does not come across to me as what I think of as Batman. Not he, quite. Yeah. He doesn't have the, like Batman's supposed to be the world's greatest detective and like a genius. I he, do not get that at all. He from feels like he's making it up as he goes. Yeah. Um, You're just supposed to I mean, assume that he's smart, but he never shows it. I, yeah. I, that's a, that's a good point. Cause I mean, on the surface, I actually like Ben Affleck as Batman, but on the surface, on the surface, like, I mean, the costume. He has is, the look. He the, looks like old Bruce. He's he, an older, out, you know, out of has, his prime. He has the Bruce Wayne look. He The costume, is, I think, is fantastic. I think it's fantastic until we get to the goggle Batman. It's not that bad. The goggles are weird, but, but whatever. Why? Yeah. It's, it's, I like in uh, the dark, and with the Dark Knight, 
uh, Christian Bell Batman, he has the like white eyes things, but they just mm-hmm. it's just part of his mask. Yeah, I, I like. And he has it. He has a real reason to have him. Yeah. And what I appreciate, and I don't want to gush over Christian Bale's Batman. I've already done that a lot. But what I appreciate about his Batman is that Bruce Wayne and Batman feel like distinct characters. Mm-hmm. And also, you get the sense that Batman isn't just like a punchy guy. Like he really thinks about things before he goes out and like yeah. takes on whatever like criminals like. You don't get any of that from this. And also, here's the thing. The, the way that Batman is often portrayed in the comics and the cartoons and stuff is even when he's without the mask, unless he's as Bruce Wayne, because when he's Bruce right. Wayne, he puts on the character. I mean, I guess and for the most part, he's just with the Justice League when he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So he doesn't have to like put on a character. But but, but I mean, I mean, Ben Affleck does a fine Bruce Wayne, but it's the thing is when he's Batman... um. Batman is almost sociopathic in how he talks and acts. Right. He's very like, and it's the way he's mostly portrayed in most comics and stuff like that. He doesn't often show emotion at all. And that's one thing like say, uh, Christian Bale did really well is when he's Batman, he's Batman. Yeah. He's tough. He's and scary. I, I know some people have the problem with how he did the voice and all that sort of stuff, but he did. A I good, think it worked for him. He did. It worked with for him, I think. And I really like it. And I, I think Ben Affleck, they just put a voice changer on him. Yeah. I think more, more importantly with Christian Bale is when he is Batman, he's consistent on he's serious. He's Batman. But then when he's Bruce Wayne, like after he like fights yeah. criminal, he's and like, he's Oh, different. he's like, he's like beat. He's like, but he's like, a human. But when he turns Batman, he's something else ben entirely. Affleck, ben Affleck, I think is a fantastic Bruce, but he's Wayne, the same, but he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. And he doesn't change it up. He, he's not, it's not as bad as the weed and reshoots because in the weed and reshoots, he was like out of shape and kind of <laughs> budgy <laughs> and very bored. But he still feels bored in this. Yeah, out was, of all the characters, he was better. And I, but he does get more action scenes. I love the scene with the Batmobile when he's taking down all the parademons, and then he jumps cool. out and he takes them down. And he grabs a gun, like yeah, you got some cool. He scenes. gets more time to shine. You see him. Oh, let's talk about the Superman versus uh, Justice League fight when he's first awakened and mm. he's just like an instinct mode. Um, it's expanded. Um, the f- brawl between Superman. And Wonder Woman is better, I think. It's more expanded. Mm-hmm. I like when Flash is running around. Superman like sees him. And, oh, like, that was fun. Yeah, Superman's fast enough to like track the Flash. I was talking to someone. And rec- Flash is just fast enough to avoid his punches. But I was I was talking to someone recently about like uh, Flash and Superman, and how they they thought that like that was totally bullshit. And I was like, do you realize how fast Superman is supposed to be? Well, and also his like, reaction, he can see things moving really fast. Yeah. Just like Wonder Woman can too. It's like Superman is, I mean, well, unless you're doing, see, the thing with Flash is Flash is as fast as the, the, the writer needs, want yeah. him to be, but the standardized version of the Flash, Superman is almost as fast. The exception is, the difference is that Flash has the speed force, which gives him advantages. Well, Superman isn't fast as fast on the ground. He can be when he's flying. Yeah. But he could potentially have better travel speed when yeah. he's flying too. Oh yeah. He doesn't have obstacles. Well, and, and then another, but big di- one of the big difference is Super- his quickness. Yeah. Another big his difference. reaction time is. There. Oh yeah. Another big and difference is Superman. When he's fast, he's just fast. 
Flash taps into the speed force, which gives him advantages. Which is like breaking space and time, yeah, basically. Yeah, well, the way it was, To a certain point. The way it's... Uh, I've heard it described in, like, comics and stuff is it allows him to basically break physics. Yeah. Superman doesn't do break crazy. physics. Yeah. He's, He's just fast. fast. Um, the Flash can break Flash physics. gets a great moment when he taps into the speed force at the end, oh. and he reverses time. Yeah. To, because they let's actually... Talk, let's talk about this ending. Because yeah. the mother box gets blown up. I, I forget. Oh, yeah. Flash doesn't make it in time. He gets shot down. Yeah. So, But so, then Flash, he goes way faster than the speed of light, which reverses time. And then he bumps into Cyborg and they do the thing. Yeah. So let, um, let's talk about this. So the ending. So they fight Steppenwolf because the mother boxes are going to. Oh, be, and when Superman. Sh oh, yeah. Superman has the black suit this time around, yeah, which it, lo it's, it looks cool. But it also makes sense because it helps him soak up the solar rays a lot faster. Uh -huh. Because yeah. when you wear black, you still and it's also sunlight. just accurate to the comics in the comic books. When he comes um, back, he wears the black suit. Yeah, and it's for that reason to absorb sunlight faster. Yeah. So, um, so because he was buried. The ending. <laughs> so they go to confront. And dead. He was dead and buried. He was yeah. not getting any sunlight. So they they go to confront Steppenwolf. Superman fucked off because he went to go see Lois Lane and shit. And that's <laughs> one thing I actually like about <laughs> Superman. What makes him more a better character is he's not this goody two shoes. He does have his priorities, which involve Lois Lane. There's a lot of times and his when mother. and when like his family's in trouble, he fucks off. Yeah, he he has his no. He's not a perfect like no, he's hero. Not, he's not perfect. He he has his priorities, and his priorities don't always mean saving the world. Yeah, and that's what one thing I like about his him, first actually. priority is his relationship with Lois Lane and yeah, his family, his, and then it's saving his the world. relationships, his friends and family. Saving worlds up there, but it's not the first priority yeah, for him. And that's one thing I like about. It. So he goes, he fucks off to go. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I assume, you know, do things. Well, they they, they just hang out at the farm. They just hang out. It's and a, it's a family friendly movie. They just hang well, it's out. not family friendly. They say that for a lot. And there's well, it is, it is rated R. And it's actually. got a lot yeah. of yeah, it's rated R. But it's it's got violence, but it's not like over the top. I no. thought it was going to be a little bit more for Snyder. No, yeah, I think it's it not was... like three hundred, but it's there's blood, but it's not like. I think it's the right balance it for was, a superhero movie. I, I appreciate it. I think it was. It doesn't I need to be the Watchmen. I think the fight and they are fighting insect guys most of the time. I think so. the fight scenes were. Ex Pretty much what I kind of expected, and that was. Oh, great. and the scene with Wonder um, Woman in the beginning when she's stopping the terrorists—that's done way better. It's more oh, explained. Yeah, yeah um, that was so much it's better. It's longer. Uh, all these scenes are longer, and, and I appreciate fleshed the, out. I appreciate the part where he fires the fully automatic, and she just goes around with super speed. Blocking oh, and Wonder bullets. Woman's really fast too. Yeah. and I just like that because of how cheesy it was, and they just gloss over it and just let it happen. Well, and Wonder Woman, and that was great. That was awesome. She's as fast as Superman on the ground. Yeah, she is most likely. She's very fast. Um, um, but um, but anyway, so the the end. Um, so Superman fucks off. They go to confront Steppenwolf because he's got the three mother boxes. They're gonna. And I love when Batman's the first one to actually like enter the dome and like yeah. blow it up and like he's <laughs> that's yeah. his big moment they, there. they did give batman they reduced his role but they gave him some good big he's moments. still i mean considering he's my favorite dc character i think they could have done more of him but it's way better than the justice league I, when i saw I justice league for the first time the original mm -hmm. i was ashamed with how they did batman yeah. i was like he I was just there i he don't think they could have done better with him with the plot that they have Right. You know, they could have written a better plot, but the plot had already been written. They were fixing what was there. Well, imagine, you know? I mean, it, they probably avoided this because it would feel like Iron Man, but imagine yeah. if he had like his battle armor back. Yeah. Where he could actually confront Steppenwolf himself. That would have like, been, been pretty that cool. That would have been cool. Yeah. 
But anyway, so they go and they confront Steppenwolf because they he Steppenwolf has three mother boxes. He's going to combine them and uh, turn Earth into Apocalypse. Yeah, which basically. is the the hell planet. It's a hell planet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they go and their their goal is to just uh, fight Steppenwolf while Cyborg goes in and uh, hacks into the mother boxes. So he can stop them. But then Flash is going around and he needs to generate electric. electricity to allow um, at the right moment to let uh, uh, Cyborg do that. And in the original cut, basically, Cyborg stops the, the mother boxes. It works. And then they just Superman flies at the last moment and defeats Steppenwolf. They still, I believe. Single handedly. Well, I, I yeah. And that's still there. S- Single handedly. And I believe at the at in, I haven't seen the original cut in a long time. Well, I love the part. Um, I think at the original in the original cut they still have the part where like Wonder Woman chops off a head and all that shit. Um, no, that's not in there. It wasn't. Oh no, it's um, Superman beats him up. Yeah, in the original cut. But <laughs> Superman beats him up. But basically, so that still happens. Cyborg's trying to get in the mother box. Superman comes in, beats him up. But oh, then I love this part where Stephen was about to hit him with the axe, Cyborg with the axe, and then Superman shows up. Axe just hits him, does nothing. Oh, that was awesome. And he was like, that was you're a, not impressing me. Like, that was a like that. good entrance. Yeah. Because that was his entrance. Like, it shows Steppenwolf's about to chop up Cyborg, and you don't know Superman's coming. Yeah. And suddenly Superman, with his super speed, flies in and just stops the axe with his shoulder. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I love that. And then he beats Steppenwolf up, and then he cuts one of his horns off of his laser beam. Mm-hmm. And then... Aquaman stabs Steppenwolf in the back of the trident and well, then Wonder Woman cuts his head off. Not yet. That's pretty much the order. That's pretty much the order, but the they fail first. Well, yeah, they fail. Yeah, so, and then so Flash like, reverses time. Yeah, so let's let's go over that real quick, though. Flash gets shot down. He, Flash doesn't make it in time because he gets shot down and he gets like injured, but he can heal himself with the speed force. I like that they highlighted his healing abilities. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that Flash He can has, speed like, up his healing, he's basically. He's really good at healing. He can heal in minutes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they're they're cyborg's gonna stop the mother boxes, but Flash gets shot. So he yeah, loses, but like a laser, he loses some momentum, loses the electricity. So cyborg isn't able to do it, and the mother boxes combine, they fail, and they all die. But Flash watches the explosion happen. Yeah, and he's and he's far enough away where he sees it happen. He's able to heal himself real quickly, and reverse time travel multi. A la Superman, the original with Christopher Reeves. He does the same thing. Yeah. But, I mean, a la Flash in the comics, though. Well, yeah. Flash does that in the comics a bunch, you know. Well, the Flashpoint paradox. Not, not a bunch. Time traveling. Not a bunch, but they established that Flash can do that. Yeah. Um, and he reverses time just enough to be able to... And because reversing time takes enough speed, he's able to also le- generate the electricity. He's able to reverse the time and give Cyborg the punch of electricity to separate the mother boxes. Yeah. And I also, another part I really liked, and this was in the original where he's going to separate the mother boxes and he's struggling. He he's goes, like Superman, Superman, Superman get over goes here. over and helps. Yeah. That was, I just like that. That was no, the seeing them work too. together. And like yeah. Superman was even struggling too. Like, yeah. And I just, a little bit, I just like that part. Um, um, and then they have the part and, and then Superman punches him a bunch and then <laughs> Aquaman stabs him back and then wonder woman cuts his head off and then yeah. he gets flying through a portal Dark side. Yeah, because the portal had a had a appeared. And that wasn't in Dark Side was a That wasn't in the re- original Justice League. No Dark Side stuff, yeah. no portal. But Dark Side was watching this all happen. He was watching it happen <laughs> and he, you know he was just pissed off the whole time. Yeah. And then Steppenwolf 
flies in with his head cut off and dark side like stomps on his head he's yeah. so pissed and he just stares down like old western style with the justice league yeah it was cool <laughs> so they just have a stare down they don't say anything um but that was really cool but yeah there's a lot to like about this movie um yeah but i'm kind of forget i had one more issue with it but I can't remember, so I guess that's a good thing if I don't remember that. Yeah, I mean, in general, I'm like, it's a really good movie for what it is. And what it is, is it's repairing what was done. Because yeah. because Joss Whedon came in and messed it up, and Zack Snyder came in and did his version, but in really, it, the, some of the problems still go back to the writers. Yeah. And, and just the whole idea that they be- did before Zack Snyder was even involved. Well, the problem is one of the big problems is they did Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Wonder Woman, and then Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. They it's, do their Avengers movie like halfway before the MCU was even going. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was like they there were there was problems there to begin with that can't be fixed through reshoots because yeah. of the writers and the planning. And also, it's four hours long. That's longer than a lot of people are willing to sit through. Even if it makes it better. I don't think they could have made it shorter either and made it better. That's 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 one of my issues. That's another problem. Is it's, the re- it, it's as long as it is because that's how long it needs to be. To be better. To be better. <laughs> Basically. And, and that's a problem. But that's a problem in of itself. Yeah. If it takes you four hours to make a movie good, there's some issues there. Yeah. Obviously. That's, that's bad. <laughs> um, because they had to shove two or three movies into one, essentially. And this is not like it's not like some movies have been four hours long, like Cleopatra from the uh, from the thirties or whatever. Lord where, of the Rings extended editions. Yeah, where those movies were or the regular ones. Even those where those movies were supposed to be long. This was not supposed to be long. It's just what had to happen to make it watchable. No, I told my mom I was like, "This is as long as Return of the King," and she was like, "You got to be kidding me." Longer than Return of the a King. A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Return of the King was only three and a half hours or something like that. I don't remember. I think it was like 345. And the movie actually does end around the 350 mark. And then you have credits and stuff, essentially. Yeah. Um, But something like that. But it's not tech. The movie itself is technically not four hours. It's just under. But it's really long. But the scene where they savagely murder. Three hours and 48 minutes. For the actual like movie, no Return of the King. Return of the King, so yeah, it's close. Pretty damn similar, yeah. And that's the theatrical but, version. But, but Return of the King is it's supposed to be a it better works. movie. It was just it, a good movie. I mean, what's what's, what's the ex- I I gotta look it up. Um, Extended editions like four hours and twenty minutes or some crap. Yeah, like, it's ex- really long. That 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 almost four hour length of Return of the King was the cut version. Yeah, because they decided they they couldn't have everything in it. Um, yeah, that's um, good. But uh, getting back to the scene where they savagely murder um, Steppenwolf, <laughs> that reminds me of when the Avengers like showed up at Thanos's farm and just beat him up and cut his head off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and his arm off. Yeah. Thanks to Thor. Um, <laughs> but um, I have a question for you. Instead of doing a quiz like we usually do, I have a scenario. Okay. It's not going to be fun. Avengers versus Justice League, the typical thing. No, no, that'd be stupid. It's not going to be, oh, whatever. I mean, I might ask one other thing, but 
imagine the scenario with Steppenwolf in the mother boxes, but instead of the Justice League, instead of the DC Universe, he shows up to Marvel's Earth. 2012 version of the Avengers. How do they fare? So Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Pre-awakened Thor, have you? Pre-awakened Thor, Black Widow, uh, and Hawkeye. Hawkeye. And then S.H.I.E.L.D. to back him up. But if you just go with the team, because Justice League doesn't have anyone to back up. Their military is not involved, which surprised me. Um, Hmm. So if it's just the Avengers team, I think... I think the Avengers, since they're already a cohesive team at this point, they're working better together. Working better together. Plus, they're not as uneven of a team. I know you have Hawkeye and Black Widow, but think about it. You have he- two two or three heavy hitters. Really, essentially, Iron Man is one of the heavy hitters. He is human, but his armor makes him on yeah. par. Especially if pre-Awakened Thor, he's he, about on par. Even at this point, yeah. Um. So, And this is before like Mark 50 and whatever. But... It's a more balanced team, I think, weirdly. Because in Justice League, they do fix the problem Snyder cut some, but Superman, he kind of, you just really need him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. So, I think Aquaman and Wonder Woman are, at where they are in this movie, more powerful than like Iron Man and Thor and Hulk at that point in the MCU. Not at their ultimate point. I want to say MCU. Aquaman's more powerful than Hulk at that point, no, strength-wise. I mean, maybe not as Hulk, but like... Uh, but like pre-awakened Thor? Yeah. He's I about mean, on level with He's Wonder on level Woman. at least. Um, so, I mean, just the characters by themselves, I would say maybe... I mean, they would do at least... They would do as good I of a job... I think they would suffer casualties, though. Yeah, they would do as... They would, they would win, but they might suffer some casualties, except... The way the Justice League fought Steppenwolf, they were just knocking around. It was like Aquaman took, spent like you know a minute fighting him, and then Wonder Woman st- men and fighting him. I think that's another problem. They're the, just and punching, the Ave- and the Avengers are just far more creative. And Thor has the lightning. Iron Man at, has lasers and, and missiles. Better, yeah, and they're better working together. And Captain America is a way better leader in Batman than this. Yeah. I think. Oh, um, absolutely. No <laughs> fucking doubt. This version um, of Batman. Yeah. Um, now, if we, if we were talking Avengers versus here, Justice League, that'd be a different story. And if we're talking comics or cartoons or whatever, but just the movies, like 2012 Justice League versus, or 2012 Avengers versus this Justice League. Well, no, versus Steppenwolf. Versus Steppenwolf. I mean, I mean the scenario of Steppenwolf like, is invading. Comparing them, you know? They're a more dynamic team. They're a far more dynamic team than um, Avengers are, yeah. But here, except they don't have a speeder, speedster. No, and and that that would be the issue. That's is, the defining. Is if they weren't able to, if you're putting them in the entire scenario of the mother well, boxes and stuff. It's not the same. It doesn't have to be the exact same scenario, but just Steppenwolf is invading. It's trying to get the mother boxes. I think the Avengers wouldn't have a problem keeping him from getting them. Especially with Shield's help. Especially with Shield's help, but if you consider that the Avengers are already together, they have Thor, Iron Man, and Hulk on their team. Like just standard like, Avengers. Like you're imagining Avengers 2012, Loki. That happened, and then immediately after, Steppenwolf shows up. All right, instead of Loki, it's Steppenwolf. Instead, instead of but Loki. either way, it's but that I, Avengers. Either way, they're formed. They're the Avengers. They have Shield before Civil War. Before they have Shield you know. before we know it's Hydra. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think the thing is that that final battle of like stopping the mother boxes from forming would never happen. They wouldn't have been formed. I think with especially because with the help of Shield. Now I think 
They would have been able to I think Hulk enough. could manhandle Steppenwolf, but at the same time, Steppenwolf's got the axe and combat prowess. That's true, yeah. So I think he could mess up Hulk, at least. Steppenwolf has uh, thousands but of years then of again, experience. then again, Steppenwolf is kind of manhandled a lot in the Justice League movie. He is, yeah. He's manhandled by the Wonder Woman. The way they portray him in Justice League, I don't think he would do very well against the Avengers. Even pre-Awakened Thor, I think it wouldn't be as easy. Like, Infinity War Thor... He would absolutely oh. annihilate Stable, oh, just like yeah. Superman. Yeah. It'd be just like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He would destroy him. But pre-Awakened Thor, just hammer, you know, Avengers Thor. I think it would be... I a, think he would have a harder time than Superman, but an easier time than Wonder Woman. I think... Here's another thing. I, I think with the Avengers in 2012, I think the really the key thing is here that the Avengers in that have S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Um. Not only would they be able to prevent Steppenwolf from getting the mother boxes, but they would be able to find him. Well, Iron Man would be able to like scan a thing. Yeah, and, like, they do would a thing be able to be, like, <laughs> between Iron Man and Shield, they'd be able to find well, him. But they would collaborate, you know. And, and then they would be able to confront him before he had the the mother boxes. Yeah. They wouldn't wait until he had the mother boxes. Now, here's the him. issue. Let's say he already got the mother boxes, then we would run into some issues. Because they don't because, have the Flash. Well, they don't have I don't that. think they I, don't have Cyborg. Well, they have Thor, he can generate the electricity easy. He doesn't even have to run to do it. Well, I I mean if they failed Type of thing, but if he got the, but if he got them all together, what would it would be similar? Iron Man would have to do try to do the hacking, but he yeah, but at he's that no, point he's, he's nothing like Cyborg when it comes to that. Well, at at that point, definitely his armor is not capable of integrating with Mother especially Box. at that point. Yeah. Mark Fifty could, it's nanotech. Yeah, let's just but, say, it could. but then then it, then it's it's weird how they well because Cyborg was created from a Mother Box. Yeah, so we, so that's not, where they would run into issues. We're not sure that Iron Man even could interface with it. But the thing is, I think the Avengers with the Avengers and Shield, or even just the Avengers, really, they would keep stepping with from getting Mother Boxes in the first place. Yeah, that would be the difference. Yeah, um, with 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 the intelligence of Tony. And Shield, they'd be able to stop him from getting the mother boxes, track him down, and confront him before he would even have the chance. Yeah, yeah. And they just have Hulk and Thor blitz him. He would be screwed. Pretty much, yeah. That would, <laughs> he would be, that would be Pretty much how it goes is Thor is Iron Man would like take on the army and maybe do some support yeah. fire on him. Cap Cap would do some, uh, uh, you know, uh, leading leading. He would be taking more of a backseat because he. I don't think he would be able to directly fight Steppenwolf. No, but he would be able to, uh, you know, direct people, and, and he would fight the parademons and, 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 and stuff. He would be. And he would take the role as Batman, kind of yeah. being more on the sidelines. Yeah, and uh, Iron Man. I mean, Iron Man could do something against Steppenwolf, but it'd really be Hulk and uh, Thor. He would just be like Hulk and Thor. Go beat him up. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that would. Be I'm not what, gonna get close to that maniac. Come, that'd be what it comes like, down to. <laughs> but now, if it was. Infinity War level Avengers. Oh, Steppenwolf it would be, be easy. Steppenwolf would get fucked with Mark Fifty Iron Man and uh, Awakened Thor with Stormbreaker. Thor? Uh, oh he could God. do it by himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Infinity War, you have Vision as well, and you have oh War, Vision, and you have well, Vision. War. He could definitely do the integration thing. A Vision could, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, Vision could do that. You got some other powerful character. You got War Machine, Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. But see, I that's why I did the 2012 Avengers because it's six and the Justice League is six. Yeah, it's a more fair comparison. I mean, Hawkeye and Black Widow would be um, irrelevant in this pretty much, but <laughs> they would do stuff with Shield. just supporting fire. They would do stuff with Shield tracking down the mother boxes. That's pretty much it. Yeah, they want to be the but ones in the actually fi- in the final confrontation. Yeah. They there. <laughs> but um, 
Um, I have one more scenario. Yeah, okay. How do you think the entire Justice League, as of that movie, instead of Superman fighting them, it's Thor? If they were... So you mean... What do you mean? Oh, you mean it's when they awaken? Yeah. When they awaken Superman and he fights them... It's just Thor. replace Superman and Thor. It's Thor. So is Thor in the same situation where he's disoriented and confused and doesn't know what's going on? No, let's just change the scenario. It's bloodlust at Thor versus the Justice League. All right, so it's just Thor fighting the Justice League. Warriors rage. Minus Thor. Superman. No, yeah, minus Superman because okay. that'd be a different scenario. Hmm. Pre-awakened. Pre-awakened. <laughs> um, I think Thor would lose pre-awakened. I think the only one that would give him a real fight was Wonder Woman. Flash, you would say, oh, he's too fast. But Thor, he can see things moving faster than the speed of light. Yeah. He would be able to see and catch Flash just like Superman. Yeah, Thor, Flash wouldn't be a problem for for Thor. Um, But then again, I think Wonder Woman would be the main problem because of her energy absorption. Yeah, and and then, well, here's the thing. I was thinking... His lightning would take most of everyone else out. I was thinking considering Aquaman. Nah. Well, here's the thing. Aquaman, and I'll explain my, I may be changing my mind right now. Okay. But I'll explain my thought process. Aquaman, like that, his base power level, he wouldn't defeat Wonder Woman in a fight, but he can hold his toe, hold his own against Wonder Woman. Yeah. He's strong. But at this point in the Justice League, he's not got the trident of the kings or whatever it is. He just has a, he's not that powerful yet. Just a trident, his mom's. Um, yeah, it's just as he. It's just his mom's trying. No, I'm talking about this era of Justice League. Yeah, so no, I think I think. No, but Thor if it was would, Infinity War, Thor. <laughs> oh no, yeah, it's no question with Stormbreaker and all I mean, that. Wonder Woman would. Again, just like this fight with Superman, she'd be the last one there. Yeah, but I don't. I don't even think Wonder Woman. This this Wonder Woman because Infinity War Thor is basically cosmic planetary level. Yeah, I don't think this Wonder Woman would even stand very long against Infinity War Thor with yeah. Stormbreaker. No. And I hate, we've discussed it before. Now, I think pre-awakened Thor would lose to Superman in a good fight. Mm-hmm. It'd still be a good fight because he's based off of magic. Yeah, and Superman's weak to magic. Yeah, but Infinity War Thor would literally cut Superman's head off. Yeah, it's just what they... What they I'm sh- not saying it wouldn't be a ba- good fight. It would probably be awesome. still be a good fight. Yeah. Superman would probably get some good blows, but it would be pretty quick where Thor's like, oh, I just need to take this guy out. Yeah. And Thor will. Oh, yeah. Thor he, do, <laughs> Thor's willing to kill. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so has Ben Affleck Batman. But. Yeah, that's, that's a weird That's a weird conversation <laughs> so there. So is Iron Man. He kills a lot of people, too. Yeah, he does. So is Captain America. Yeah, but unintentionally, I think. <laughs> well, I'm, when he kicks a guy through a wall except, or kicks a truck into well, a guy. I, yeah, I, like, I guess, <laughs> like, I mean, he fought in World War II. He clearly has no he problem with definitely killing. definitely killed Nazis. Yeah, he clearly yeah. has no problem with killing. Like, <laughs> yeah. He thinks they're a bad guy. Well, he had a gun in the World War II sequence. And weren't you telling me that to be worthy of Mjolnir, you have to um, be willing to kill? You have to be willing to kill, I think, if it's for like a for, good, like for, for the, the right, right reasons. For the right reasons and all that. But you have to make be, the sacrifice. You have to be willing to make the because sacrifice. Because it's part of the warrior like to yeah. be able so, to make so those like tough Spider- decisions. So like Spider-Man would never be willing, uh, at least traditional Spider-Man, would never be everything be a, a about Mjolnir. Spider-Man would be able to lift Mjolnir except that he's not willing to kill even if it's the right thing to do. Yeah, because Spider-Man that's like a key thing about Same Spider-Man. thing with Batman. Well, yeah. regular not normal Batman. <laughs> normal 
just thank Christian Bale, Batman. He won't kill the Joker, even though that is the right thing to do, probably. Yeah. But he won't because he, he's so stuck in his code and he and very his much righteousness. He very much wants to as well. He wants to. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that'd be a cool scenario, especially the Avengers versus Steppenwolf, like, um, twenty twelve Avengers. I think that'd be cool to. Yeah, I think that would win, cool and I think it just. I think, like you said, it comes down to uh, just they wouldn't let him get the mother boxes. Yeah. It's just what, <laughs> it just it wouldn't come down to the final last minute. Well, you think if world Superman thing. was part of the Justice League the whole movie, he would have got the mother boxes? Yeah, hell no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if Superman was involved the whole time, there would have been. Also, yeah. <laughs> Pre-awakened Thor, we forget about this. He fought Surtur, a weakened one, but he still won. Yeah, I mean, Pre-awakened Thor was Superman strong. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Quite, but pretty damn fucking close. Well, with with the hammer, that like when he's hitting with the hammer. Yeah, maybe um, pretty pretty close. I mean, but even and, just with even unarmed, he's and, very close. And then post awakened, you know, Ragnarok, and then Infinity War, Thor, especially when he has Stormbreaker. That's like, holy shit. Well, also the DCU Superman, as powerful as he is, he's still way nerfed compared to the comics. He is, yeah. Especially There's, Silver Age Superman, where he can was, just like do anything. He'll watching, sneeze and like. I was watching. Flat, he can spam the shield. I was watching Flashpoint <laughs> Paradox, the animated movie today. I love it when he spams the shield. Oh, that is the he most ridiculous. The sh- I was watching Flashpoint <laughs> Paradox, the the movie, the the animated movie, one of my favorites. Yeah. And towards the beginning, one of my favorite scenes in any Justice League animated movie, where uh, there's the, uh, um, the rogues of of Flash's enemies, and they all have bombs strapped to them, because uh, Reverse Flash, um, attached them all to them, because oh. he was planning on blowing up Flash and blowing up ten blocks of Central City or whatever. Oh, okay. And um, and the Justice League shows up because Flash called him in, and I, it's this whole like friendship thing that they pull a lot in Justice League of like, oh, I've got my friends. Right. Um. And they show up, and it's a really cool scene because it shows every member of the Justice League that's in this take one of the members of the Rogue and go defuse this bomb because it's a future tech bomb, so it's really hard to defuse. Oh, okay. And they all have their own methods of doing it. It's a really cool way of watching the Justice League be creative with their powers where, like, Aquaman throws the guy in the water and has all the microbes in the water defuse the bomb. Right. Uh, Green Lantern takes just, uh, takes Batman up with one of the guys and just Batman just being Batman defuses in space. <laughs> but, and, and they're in space just in case he fails. Uh, Wonder Woman free, But he won't. Wonder Woman, he's ta- Wonder Woman takes Captain Cold's uh, freeze gun freezes the bomb and pulls it off of him and throws it into the air. And then they get to Superman and Superman just grabs it and just like holds, holds it. it in <laughs> his hands and then he turns to the guy and goes waiting is the worst part. <laughs> and it eventually just goes up it just blows up in his hands because he's superman because he's superman well i love how like Cat america it. can do that with a shield just put the shield on top you know yeah like, that's <laughs> what, it's crazy yeah um, <laughs> i love it yeah so so the snyder cut let's give it a an overall well let's i'm gonna give, give it a seven well here here let's we'll give it a, out of 10 rating compared to the original justice league i would give it like a nine yeah but what what first of all what would you give the original Justice League, not compared to like a four? Else. Like a four. I would kind of agree about a four, or <laughs> I'll be nice and give it a four. Yeah, that's being nice because it's still it's, a fun it's still superhero movie. Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman. Yeah, and all that. yeah, it's fun, but it's um, bad. It's bad. I would give it a four, and then I I was thinking uh, not compared to that, I'd give the new one a seven. 
an eight if I were being really generous. But I'm thinking more towards a seven. You know what? I'm gonna be a little generous. I know we. I'm gonna give it a seven point five. I want to give it okay. an. I want to give it an eight. But yeah, there's but just there's, th- there's there's a few things that the well there's some is. old problems as we talked about that still remain. There's yeah. new problems that are created from it, but there is really good standout action scenes. Zack oh, Snyder's yeah. great at action. Great action scenes and yeah. battles and stuff. Yeah. Um, my one of my favorite scenes is the whole scene with the old gods and the Green Lanterns fighting uh, Darkseid. That was well awesome. that scene and the God. scene with the Amazons fighting him is way more expanded and like yeah. it shows that even though they use primitive technology, they're still badasses and like even the part where uh, Darkseid uh, attacks the Atlanteans, that was pretty cool. You saw uh, Mera. Do her cool shit. She like started drawing mm. the blood out of his face. Oh yeah, and they changed her accent or something. It was weird. That was weird. Also, um, Amber Heard. Um, yeah. I don't want to get too into it because we're about to end this. Yeah. But um, she uh, she tried to gaslight Johnny Depp and saying that he was abusing her and really basically what it sounds like. I've, I've admittedly I've followed it. Yeah. Because I'm a nerd like that. But really, um, she was the one abusing sounds, Johnny Depp. Well, honestly, it sounds like it was just a toxic fucking relationship. Yeah, very both, toxic. On both ends, and they should just both be out of it. Like I think they are, but uh, um, and they're going to court. And but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, they did change her accent. It was a little weird. Yeah, um, but I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to get um, into that. That's for another um, day. But that that's, we want to end on a good note. That here. scene was really cool of him of the Atlanteans, and then she's like she like was drawing the blood out of her face. Yeah, it was cool, but because of her power, it was that cool. Was but the thing cool. is, the whole things with the Atlanteans, like there's barely any Atlanteans. Yeah, but they expanded it a ton. From no, the I know, but in the Justice League though, let's there's about, like three of them. Let's talk about the most important part. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe is Aquaman's uncle or uh, something. He's, he's Volko. So he's in the he's, <laughs> he's in um he's in the movie. Right? He's in the Aquaman movie. He's basically he was the advisor to the Queen, which was Aquaman's mom. Okay. Um. Yeah. He, and he talked about that. So you know the the Queen gets and I knew that voice as soon as I heard. Yeah. It. The Queen gets it's execu- like Green Goblin. The Queen this? gets executed and all that sort of stuff. Uh, he's a big role in the Aquaman movie. Nice. Um. Huge role. If you've not seen, I'll have to watch it just for that reason. You you should watch it. Um, You know, I love my Willem Dafoe. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, Basically, he trained Aquaman because he was when his Aquaman's mom was executed. He was like promised to his made a promise to Aquaman's mom that he would go and watch over Arthur. Nice. So he throughout Arthur's all whole life since he was a little kid came up to the surface and trained him how to use tridents, how to swim like an Atlantean and all that sort of stuff. That's cool. He is Willem He's Dafoe. like his mentor. Willem Dafoe is Aquaman's um, Ben Kenobi. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. And he was completely cut from the original. Version. Oh, he wasn't in the Justice League. Yeah, he wasn't in it at cut. all. But, um, but he was in it in this and the long hair is super sexy. But before we go on too um, long, that's our take on And we don't want to spend four hours on this. So we, we can't. Yeah, we can't do a more in-depth review without spending more time on it. Maybe this isn't a promise. But if we're really if we really need a couple easy episodes, maybe we'll do like a two parter commentary. We, on could, it. We, we might do a follow up at some point, um, but that's not going to come anytime soon. I'm just going to tell you. Don't take that as a promise, though. No, take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> take yeah. it. Take it like you took. Uh, Joss Whedon's Justice League.
We so might, not seriously at all. We might do. We <laughs> might do a Zack Snyder at some point. We might do and do a four-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. All right. See you guys next yeah, week. Yeah, that was fun. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends that you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To view all of our current available streaming and social media platforms, visit our link tree in the description below. If you enjoy the show, it would be appreciated if you leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast is not responsible for any alcohol-related problems such as domestic disputes, bar fights, gnarly hangovers, driving under the influence, or regurgitation. Okay, Colton, you can roll the outro now.